showed up with like a pound of mushrooms and they were like the deepest blue I've ever seen. The whole house ate the bag. The there whole was, like, house. Shripping. It was like this- someone it was sorry, sorry. It was like someone had like a like a bag of chips and it was like, yo, can I have a chip? And then like yeah. everyone just started putting their hands in and like next thing you know, the whole party's got chips. Oh man, the whole party had chips and we were full of them. Welcome back to Banecdotes, Ontario's only underground podcast that's covering all sorts of local heavy music such as hardcore, screamo, you know, punk, metal, anything of that sort I am covering and I'm making sure that you're checking it out because that's what I'm here for. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at Banecdotes. B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you want to be a part of the show, you want to be a guest, reach out to me. Or if you want to have your song featured on the New Music of the Month episode that I do at the end of the month. Or if you have an old band that's been around that you want me to feature on the Throwback Thursdays, shoot me an email. Talk to me. I'm here to talk about music. I'm here to get the conversation going about Ontario underground unsigned label uh unsigned bands because there's a lot of them they're all really rad and i think they all deserve a bit of a platform to speak their piece and that's what anecdotes is here for i bring the guests on and then they tell some of the wildest stories that they have whether it be on the road or in the studio or anything in between all that fun stuff this week our sponsor is my umbrella club Are you tired of your umbrellas just breaking? Have you ever been walking out and about and it's been windy out and it's kind of stormy and you had your cheap umbrella that you got at some superstore that was like 10 or 5 bucks, something cheap like that, and it completely broke and it broke at the handle, snapped right off, and now your umbrella is flying away. And, and, and now you don't have an umbrella and you're stuck in the rain. Has that ever happened to you? That's happened to me. So, and, but that doesn't happen to me anymore because I use my umbrella club. My umbrella club offer fun, funky, fresh designs on umbrellas. And, and, uh, if you sign up, you can get an umbrella, a different umbrella sent to you each month in the, in the package that they have. If you don't want anything like that, they have all sorts of umbrellas you can check out. They source their materials locally. They offer a quality umbrella at a fraction of the price of the big name umbrellas out there. I know that there's a lot of big name umbrellas that are gouging you for their prices. Or you could go to the superstores and get you know a cheap umbrella. You know, there's there's not a quality umbrella out there that's for a good price. But my umbrella club offers that deal. So go to myumbrellaclub.com slash banecdotes, B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S, code word fill for your 25% off for your umbrella today. Right on. (laughs) Make sure you're liking, subscribing, rating, reviewing, doing all that fun jazz in your podcast app, you know, giving us the check mark, downloading them. Those numbers kind of mean something to me. I hope I don't, I, you know, I don't do this thing for, for any money. <laughs> I hope you can tell that. I hope you can get that. Uh, I don't do this for any money. So uh, what I want you to do, <clears throat> maybe show some of your friends or whoever um, some of the bands that I feature on the show. Because that's what the show is about. I'm here about spreading the music, spreading the love and joy of our music community. Because it's tight. It's tight knit. 
it's tight knit, and I know we necessarily don't like too many outsiders. I don't know if that's necessarily even true, but I'll tell you this. We have a nice foundation for the music scene. A lot of cool bands have been in the music scene, and uh, I'm just so glad to feature them. So, hell yeah, anecdotes. This week, my guest is Davis Maxwell. He is a drummer of Kothra. He plays in Last Wretch. Uh, I think he plays in a couple other projects that he's got going on. Um, he is like the drummer of Niagara. And if you don't know him as the drummer of Niagara, you probably know him as the producer of Niagara. He produces all sorts of bands. I think I mentioned it on my uh, Throwback Thursday episode. He does. He did like, I would say, 75, maybe 65% of that those bands that I, I played on the throwback Thursday. He, I'm pretty sure he did most of those bands. So he's really well known. He actually just moved in to uh, Nick, uh, who is the drummer of Hellbent's studio space. And he's now working out of Schoolhouse Studios. Make sure to hit him up if you're trying to get some uh, good recording. And I, I, I even said this to him when we had a conversation. They offer such a reasonable price and a quality experience at the Schoolhouse Studios, both him and Nick. They do a good job there, so make sure you check that out. I'm going to start the show off with a song from Kothra. The song is called Ignorance is Bliss. Here on Banecdotes.
So creepy, eh? I hate that voice. <laughs> Elise and I do like Zoom workouts and the person we do it with records it and every time I'm like, there's that fucking voice again. <laughs> God damn. Recording this meeting now. So I yeah. hope you're doing well. It's good to see you. I think the last time we saw each other was the Halloween live stream that we did together. Probably. Yeah, probably. It's good to see you. How how you been? How's your day been? It's good to see you too, man. My day's been good. I'm just hanging out at home right now, uh, working, mixing, getting uh, getting my plans organized for this week. You know, just doing Saturday stuff. How are you doing? What's going on? Good. Uh, you know, doing well. Uh, do doing lots of podcasting today. Keeping busy. You know, spinning mm-hmm. lots of plates. But uh, yeah, I know. I'm glad glad we're doing this. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, yeah, you get mentioned quite a bit on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the guests that I have on the show have either recorded with you or want to record with you or are already planned to record with you. You know, like they the the stars are aligned, so it's great <laughs> to have you on the show. Um, but I've let the listeners know what you do, but tell us in your words uh, your role in the Ontario uh, music community. Oh well, I'm a participant in the music community. Um, I, uh, I make records for people. I play in some bands, play drums for uh, Cothra and Last Wretch, and I play drums on records when people want me to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been like doing shows and stuff for 15, 16 years now, going to shows and hanging out with people, and that makes me feel fucking old holy shit i can't believe i've been doing this for (laughs) over half my life but uh yeah that's that's about it i'm i'm uh just a dude ripping drums and hanging out and going to shows and stuff like that you know having fun i love it yes yeah i I love it yeah so you just moved into nick's studio uh i was there yesterday i saw that you're not quite set up i saw that everything's just in a room right now <laughs> yeah uh, but i'm very excited that you're joining the schoolhouse team uh, mm-hmm. although the bell tower was definitely a fun place it's definitely like a like an iconic spot but uh 40 thank you to the middle of dundas that's quite a jump it is quite a jump yeah i was uh i was on a lease at the church um and uh i kind of i had a bit of a game plan to like take that place over but I didn't have the money together in time and uh, they ended up putting it up for sale. You know, like when the Corona hit, uh, obviously the people that owned the church, they weren't like doing anything with it for the whole last year. So they just wanted to dump it as fast as possible. So yeah, they got out of there and I needed a spot. And uh, I mean, like Nick and I, I mean, well, you know, like we played tons of shows together and like Mm -hmm. Nick plays drums in Hellbent and uh, like also produces a ton of uh, Ontario bands and stuff like that. So yeah, I just hit his line and I was like, hey man, like, do you have room for one more? (laughs) And uh, it worked out that like, you know, Scott, like he was taken off like right about the same time that I was getting in touch with him. So yeah, it all worked out that uh, I was able to move in there. And right now I'm, uh, I'm, I downloaded, uh, oh my God, what, what do you call it? Um, oh my God, I can't even think of the name of it right now. I got some, it's not soft plan. It's like free guy soft plan that you can use <laughs> through Google. And so I'm like designing my mix room right now. I'm on that John Sayers forum. Hit me up. <laughs> Check right your on. tune on the John Sayers forum if you want to <laughs> chat. 
Um, yeah, so I'm putting that together right now and uh, I'll be hopefully all set to go like by the end of the month. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just uh, building. I'm mixing here at home in my little home studio. I got a little setup. Uh, so that's, that's about it. But yeah, I am super stoked to be rocking at Schoolhouse. It's a great spot. The room there sounds great. Uh, the gear there is awesome. Nick is a super nice dude. Andy's a super nice dude. Like, yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. So can't go wrong with that. And you, you played with Andy or, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we can say this. I can always cut this out, but Oh, we can talk about it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You guys all played on the teeth record, right? Or the, mm-hmm. the EP, right? And then teeth just put out a tune, right? Teeth just put out a tune. Uh, it's that song is not going to be on the record. Hold on, I got to grab my jewel charger real quick while we're doing this. My yeah, piece died. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So uh, Andy and I, we had a great that. Like I, uh, I wasn't supposed to be doing that. They have a super secret new drummer who is Ooh. very insane. A very insane drummer that uh, I love working with, and uh, he just wasn't able to make it for the for the sesh so um yeah i i just learned the songs super quick i mean like i <laughs> kind of knew what i was doing from like putting all the music together and everything but yeah 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 that was my first time like hanging out with andy and he's a great dude we had a ton of fun uh learning the material together and then yeah we went down busted out that music video and uh did some jamming got their uh live sound situation kind of we're starting to sort that out so that uh, when they go rip live, it's just like a plug and play kind of scenario for them. So yeah, it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love Andy. Andy, did, you, uh-huh. did he bring his weed amp around? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we're both, we're both, uh, definite like, uh, apostles of the 5150. We love our 5150s. And so we had like some great chats about like the different mods that he's done to his and like why mine is always breaking shit like that so yeah it was a ton of fun yeah and we got to chat about our 5150s and stuff like that (laughs) dude rips great guitar player super knowledgeable loved having him around one time when him and i were somewhere rural quebec uh we ended up in a subway because we figured it was a safe place to eat food because you know you can just order off the menu but it turned out it was just a (laughs) straight up french subway and he knew, I think if I remember this correctly, he knew a little bit of French. So he like transitioned, like translated yeah. enough for me to like get like a, you know, like a cold uh, meat sandwich. <laughs> like it was fine. It was good. So yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Andy. Cause, uh, Did you, have you played shows with him? Yeah, he played or, in uh, Hellbent. Oh yeah. He played in Hellbent for a stretch. He, he, he did play in Hellbent for a stretch. He yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't play in that anymore. Uh, but he, he like hopped on as like a touring member and then kind of became a member. And then, uh, and then, yeah, then I think he started focusing on some other stuff. He's done so much. He's like, he's so much like, uh, yourself in the sense that he does a lot of projects. He's literally up to do anything. Like he's almost like a session guitarist himself. Right. Yeah. He's a great scab. Like it's, and it's important to have people like that. Like guys that can just hop in, learn the shit super quick and like, just help you out of a tough situation or whatever. Like those people are just, they always come in clutch, you know? So it was, it was nice to meet a fellow, uh, you know, session guy. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Andy also did that fucking wild pup shit that we ended up doing the fucking playing to the like sold out Danforth shit. Yeah. I recently, I didn't like, I never heard about that 
when it happened. I didn't see that or anything. And then, yeah, someone posted like a, like a memory of that or whatever. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like that's fucking sick. That's yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It was super surreal. It'll probably mm-hmm. never, ever happen again. <laughs> um, a fun little pup thing. We, my, I, I played in a band way back in the day and we played their first show as pup. Um, and, uh, they used to be called Topanga. Topanga, yeah, because my yeah. old band played with Topanga. Okay, yeah, there you go. And yeah, they got like a cease and desist or whatever yeah. <laughs> from from Boy Meets World. And uh, and yeah, they had like um, they had their records just uh, like stenciled over the Topanga name with like some pup paint or whatever. And like you know, I copped a, a pair of those so that I can you know be fucking merch swap rich one day <laughs> when it counts speaking of six merch i see that you're wearing the grindstone tee oh man yes one of my fave bands out of ontario for sure love grindstone yeah. i mean like they're not really going anymore no. but uh you know they got that new thing like i was just talking to ty today um he's got that new thing going with chris or i don't know if that's supposed to be on the dl or whatever but yeah their new band is fucking flames Ooh. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that. I'll have to have uh, Tyler on the show because Tyler is uh, like a very well-known personal. And like he's been brought up before. Like he got brought up. Oh, fuck. Yeah. uh, When uh, Chris and I did an episode, Chris Woods and I. Okay. Yeah. And that dude has just a million funny stories. Like he's, (laughs) that dude is unhinged. He would be a great guest. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh Um, So tell us what got you into playing drums and what got you into starting to playing like and recording. Man, I was recently thinking about this. So fucking, did you see the drummer from School of Rock died? I did see that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he also had a metalcore band. Very funny. Really? Uh, Yeah, yeah. And he was like the vocalist for them. Super funny. He Um, he, He wasn't the drummer. He, uh, no, he wasn't the drummer in like his actual band. No. Okay. Yeah, he was the front man. Leveled up a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I honestly like I I think I always wanted to play drums, and then I have a distinct memory going to the Welland County Fair when I was like six or seven years old, and there was like a like a zebra stripe drum set in the window of <laughs> central music like on my way down to the fair and i remember seeing that and being like fuck like that would be cool as hell to like play drums or whatever uh and then yeah i think i saw school of rock like grade five or six or whatever and i was like oh yeah fuck i'm playing drums and uh <laughs> yeah i just copped a drum set or like you know joan my grandma rest mm-hmm. in peace we love you really? hooked me up with my first kit and uh, I fucking played that thing to dust. <laughs> um, yeah. And fucking thank you, mom and dad, for just... We didn't have, like, a music room or anything. Like, our house was just, like, an upstairs room and a downstairs room. So they just let me rip in the basement. But, yeah, I played drums every day. Kind of basically, like, stopped going to school when I was, like, 15 and just played drums all day, every day. And... That's it. And I still do that now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and then, so what got you into recording? Uh, fuck. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what got me into recording. <laughs> I think, you know what the thing was? And like, this is, this is toxic as hell. But like, I remember uh, my high school band recorded with Allsop when, when we were like 
children. Like yeah. I was, I was like 15, 16, something like that. And uh, I just remember being like, fuck man, like this guy plays shows and like, he's like, you know, his band like headlined L3 one time and shit like that. I was just like, fuck, like this guy seems cool. So then I just wanted to be like that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just, I, I just, uh, our recordings sucked ass. So I remember thinking at the time, like, oh fuck, I could knock this out. No problem. And of course I couldn't, like I ended up sucking for years and years, but uh, yeah, I was just like, fuck, I could probably do this better. And uh, I'm going to try to do this better. Also, I wanted to do real drums. That was the main thing. I remember like being 16 and like having my drums clicked in like superior style. Yeah. And just being like, this sucks, man. Like, I just want to rip, you know? I still, Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Like fucking fake drums are sick. Like I have totally come around to that shit. But uh, I mean, real drums are sicker for yeah. sure, no doubt. Like, if you're a sick drummer, if you can like slay on the mic, then you should do that for sure. You know, for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just remember being like, I want to do real drums. I heard like some sick drum recordings back in the day. I remember like the Under Oath records really set me off as a kid. I was like, fuck, I want that drum sound. And then I just like started doing drums. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you and like, this is what I love about you being a part of uh, the schoolhouse team is like you and Nick have also offered uh, like a really quality, affordable recording experience for unsigned underground bands. And it, it's really neat that you guys are actually coming together. You're capitalizing on it. I love it. Like, it's, <laughs> you, is it, cause, yeah, and you, you've come so far, especially from what you've said, cause like you folks both do such a good job at what you do. Like you, you, you not only I'm not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stroke your ego a bit. Not only are you a really good fucking drummer, but you're a really good fucking producer, my friend. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. No, I think that, uh, yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where like, I didn't really, Uh, give a shit about like being good at recording until like super recently like basically when I moved into bell tower I was like oh like this is my job now and I have to like get good at this shit and I remember like trying to figure it out real quick but yeah thank you I appreciate that I try to slay (laughs) as hard as I can I know Nick tries to slay as hard as he can too so like you know you put it together something sick we actually did like a team session for uh, some new Rust songs. Ooh. I don't know if I can talk about that either, but like, whatever. I mean, fuck it, right? Yeah. But yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we, we just did a team session where like we both worked on the Rust tunes and like it was a ton of fun working with someone else. I feel like, because I, I was in Fort Erie for so long. I mean, like I grew up in Fort Erie, like that's where my parents are at or like Crystal Beach or Ridgeway or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But um, like I grew up out there And then I ended up, like, in the school in Niagara-on-the-Lake, which is, like, a little closer to everybody, but still out there a little bit. And then I just went back to fucking Fort Erie. I haven't, like, I've never really had a buddy that does this shit, you know? I mean, like, when I got to Fort Erie, I had Ed, King Ed, who Mm -hmm. is, like, like, that dude's the man. For sure. Um, And I got to plug his shit real quick. Everybody, if there's any, like, music producers listening or whatever, go buy Ed's plugins uh kive audio i hope that's how you say it go buy his shit it's cool he modeled my preamps and that's kind of fun and whatever you know so yeah but yeah no i I never really had anybody so fucking getting to hang out with nick and shit like that i'm like all right this is cool yeah that's super exciting Mm -hmm. 
What are some of your first bands you've ever played in? Um, wait, before we, okay, so my first band was this band called Half Past Zero. That was like I that was my grade seven band. I was twelve. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, and we played like some talent shows and shit like that. Um, and grade played, seven. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I've been do uh, um a cousin. My cousin played guitar in that band, or like second cousin or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Mikey played guitar in that band, and his cousin Nichelle was like already into the scene. She was like a couple years older than us, and so she was like going to shows. And I remember she took us to. I was yeah, like twelve years old, and she took us. We went and saw the gorgeous and the end and a couple other bands at the end in welland oh cool uh yeah like i i got into that shit like super young just because uh of like i had people in my life that were already doing it so i just like got wrapped up in that but yeah i did half past zero and then i did like a bunch of high school bands and shit like that and then like my first like real band where i had buds and stuff i guess would have been short lives with like chris uh, and through him and that i met like uh everybody that i've been jamming with for the last forever like you know andy and riley and tyler and like the whole team and uh yeah that was pretty much it and then like you know did some playing shows around town and out and about and stuff like that got to drive around a whole bunch that was super fun really quick i did want to mention uh we were in st Catharines recently and uh elise found a copy of the Merchants EP, the one that you guys did with uh, Evan. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and, and we bumped that on the way home. And oh, it's so bad. <laughs> had a good laugh, a good, it's like, so bad. trip down. Buddy, I mean, you know, we were kids, right? So it's like... The drums. Yeah, the, oh, drums again, are... <laughs> the clicked-in drums, right? It's just like, yeah, it's... That, you know what? Most of those drums are real. They're just bad. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, there you go. There you go. I think, actually, you, you know what? Now that you're actually jogging my memory, they were uh, tracked, but, like, I think Evan went in and was like, this is garbage. Like, I have to click in some drums. And, like, oh, no. kudos to him because he, I think he fucking, you know, did it as best as he could. He put as much makeup on a pig as you, you know, as, <laughs> as you could. I mean, yeah, when you're a kid, and especially, you know, it comes down a lot, like, when you're younger and you're trying to figure it out and you, like, throw up the mics and you think you're doing something sick, but, like, maybe the drummer sucks or you didn't know what you were doing and, yeah. like, shit's all clipping and bad and whatever. So you end up just, like, doing what you got to do to save it. Like, I get that. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's like, every 16-year-old's, to 16 to 20-year-old, like, recording yeah. thing. It's just, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm going to, like, suss this out as fast as I can kind of thing <laughs> call it a day and, you know. yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure you guys probably like what paid like 500 bucks for that whole thing if yeah. that you know what i mean yeah like it's like one of those things where like you're just ripping as fast as you can you're a kid you're stoked to get your music out there like, yeah yeah you know we, we saved our paychecks together to friggin mm-hmm. 500 and then yeah and this is a this is amazing to us right we're stoked. Yeah. i remember being stoked on that ep for so long oh yeah i remember <laughs> yeah i remember many terrible recordings that i was stoked on yeah that's like uh that's the nature of that you know you got to develop some taste <laughs> it just happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> what have been some of your favorite ontario bands within the last year or so what's caught your attention what's caught my attention in ontario see i knew you were going to ask this question and i I like had a little like mental, I got to remember some things that are good. Um, but then I forgot, hold on, let me pull up my 
fucking list here. Oh, one thing I want to say. I was bumping this today. Uh, Psychic Void is a sick band from like Windsor. They put out a record last year, two years ago, called Skeleton Paradise. Psychic Void, eh? I'll have to check oh, that out. Oh, buddy. Tasty, tasty record. Love that. Um, I mean, the Zune record that came out, like Bleached Waves, love Zune. I love everything that Sunsetter does. That's like Andrew McLeod, uh, kind of like experimental, ambient, all the way to like indie, some black metal stuff in there. Really cool. Um, sorry, I'm literally going through this right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the last Tomb Mold record was fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, Tomb Mold. Planetary Clairvoyance. Dope, dope, dope album. And even that song that they did for, uh, what was that video game? Cyberpunk. Like, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that was they all ended right. ended up in Cyberpunk. How fucked is that? Yeah super cool yeah that's one band that i would love to fucking rip with like they yeah. are they are just the coolest they're a rad band the coolest band um yeah fuck i'm so sorry i uh no man no worries now i'm looking through the thing and i feel like it's slowing down my overall thought process not to suck my own dick but the new last wretch record is gonna be oh. nuts that one's gonna be really cool yeah, the EP, um, the EP that you've like because I've had uh, I've had Finley on the show, right? I listened to his episode. That yeah, was funny. Yeah. He's great. So, uh, so I, I mean, I'm familiar with the last rich stuff. Very much looking for the record. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, yeah. Oh man, what am I talking? About? Nine million? Like, do you know Matt Tomasi? Like, he, uh, he, like has worked with a million bands also. He's like another recording guy, whatever. And he's like doing this thing, 9 million. And the two songs he's put out so far from that are fucking ace, like master level. Just, yeah, make me cry vibes. I love it. Yeah. Cool, 9 million, eh? I've never heard nine that. Million. No, yeah. I'll, I'll look into it. It's That one's really good. Um, yeah, you know, just this and that, like whatever, uh, whatever strikes my fancy. Pretty much anything that Profound Lore puts out is going to be really good. They're probably like my favorite Canadian label right now. Yeah, like, they're killing it right now. They're killing it. They that yeah, that label is just the dopest. Where, uh, did they put out that Saren record? Did uh, did you listen to? Uh, oh man, the new Saren record is wicked. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, we played a Cothra played a show with them, and they they fucking blew my mind that's another band where i'm like god damn i would fucking i'd love to fuck up an album with them like they're cool as hell yeah you can't go back yeah um who put that out let's see we're having a look sorry this is my life um (laughs) it doesn't say that's okay okay. whatever that record's really sick everybody go listen to saren hell yeah oh the new femur record gotta shout out femur yeah 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 yeah. that record was sick yeah, Femur's super cool, kind of like some screamo-y, like, techie yeah. metalcore. Their drummer fucking rips hard. And, like, the, you you played some shows with Cothra with them, right? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we did, like, a few sh- It's funny, like, we played, I don't know, four or five shows with them, and, like, we had a group chat going for that, and we still talk in that group chat, like, every day, or, like, we just send cheers pics or whatever, like, that one has just lived on. Oh, that's the same way with us in friggin' Trauma Model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude, you gotta have a lasting group chat, man. It's uh, it's important. Yeah, where you just share, like, 
just BAM related memes or even just like topical articles that are coming around, right? Yeah, or <laughs> or just a good old fashioned cheers, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just che- oh, one more I got to shout out super quick. Uh, Civic TV. Civic TV. Civic TV is a super cool fucking like one man band thing from Toronto. Uh, Lowell Sostomy is doing that and he is just like crafting some really beautiful and cool songs i i love civic tv i think they only have like three or four singles out right now but all of them are very good i love it i love it all the music that you're suggesting i haven't heard any of these bands oh cool good well yeah now you got some new tunes i'm sorry all my friends i'm sure that i just forgot your thing if hey no it knows that it is i put you on the spot yeah, don't be mad at me, everybody, please. Now, outside of Ontario, what have you been listening to? Oh, sorry, you were going to say something. Uh, no, I wasn't, I don't think. Maybe okay. I was, I don't know. My memory's <laughs> shot, sorry. Uh, so outside of Ontario, uh, what have you been listening to lately? I, I normally ask, what are your, some of your favorite artists? But that's a big question to ask. So I generally, you know, what have you been listening lately? Uh, so lately... I've been listening to, um, well, that new Akulu record is really fucking good. I'm like, I'm in a weird zone where I typically, like, I find a producer that I'm really into, and then I just crush out a bunch of their stuff. So, like, pretty much anything Arthur Rizk is doing, like, that guy rips. He did, like, uh, Frozen Niagara Falls for Purian, which is, like, one of my favorite albums of all time, and, like... um, yeah, he did the new Akulu record, and, like, he did Candy, like, Good to Feel, which is another one of my favorite records. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, so I love checking out Arthur Rizk's stuff right now, and then, like, I've also been listening to a lot of, like, this guy Lance Prince, I think his name is. He's, like, an Australian dude, um, and he did, like, the new Alpha Wolf album. I think he did all of the Alpha Wolf stuff. And, like, other bands that sound like computers. I don't know. I'm not really down with computer bands, but, like, his records and mixes are just so incredibly powerful. Like I, I just have to pay attention because it's like, fuck man. Like, how are you even doing this? Like, yeah, it, all of his records just sound twice as wide and twice as thick as literally anything else. Like it's, it's insane. It's insane. Lance Prince is the most insane producer going right now. Have you checked out that band, uh, real world? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Real world. Uh, Tomasi, nine million. Like he, uh, he produced that. Uh, see, I figured as much because you mentioned yeah. Andy and and, and they kind of have similar artwork. So I yeah, yeah, yeah. I I believe the same guy did the artwork for both of those. Oh, lovely. And uh, and Arthur Risk, I'm pretty sure mastered that Candy re- or the uh, Real World record as well. But yeah, no, the Real World record stuff is sick. Uh, buddy from Two Mold, I'm pretty sure has like a guest spot on one of those tracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a cool EP. I like it. It's all right. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> Gives me some uh, some cool vibes. Some uh, cool, like, uh, night, like, headbangers ball vibes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all right.
All right, let's get into some anecdotes. Oh, dear God. Okay. So tell me some of the wildest stories from being on the road or fucking uh, any of the wildest studi- uh, stories you have from being in the studio or anything in between. Um, okay. Let's let's start off with a good mutual story, one that you probably remember, um, I hope. Uh, do you remember when Without and Hellbent played a oh, bunch of shows together? Yes, and I love, and, I, and I, I think I know the story. And yeah, do you remember when we, okay, we played at Leaky Bees uh, at, in Ottawa. I'm sure everybody listening knows about Leaky Bees. But um, I remember we played there. I was coming off of like, one of the sickest days I had ever had in my life. Like I was, I was so, I was dead. I was like an inch from death. Uh, and then we drove from Montreal to Ottawa and fucking our van broke down and everybody was just like crying and upset and it was bad and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember we, we played Leaky Bees and fucking uh, Matt showed up with like, a pound of mushrooms and they were like the deepest blue I've ever seen on a fucking psilocybin goodie. And we ate the whole bag. The whole house ate the bag. The there, whole was like, house. there was like 30 people, 30 <laughs> to 50 people just like fucking tripping. It was like, this- someone, it was sorry, sorry. It was like someone <laughs> had like a, like a bag of chips and I was like, yo, can I have a chip? And then like, yeah. <laughs> putting their hands in and like next thing you know the whole party's got chips oh man the whole party had chips and we were (laughs) full of them that was super fun that was great i just remember because that place is like pretty tiny like it can comfortably accommodate 25 to 30 people probably and uh yeah it was fucking packed and every room had people tripping balls yeah and uh, I remember the whole party at one point was in woes over the loss of a loaf of bread. Yes. And, uh, and oh, Eric Chambers. Yeah, Eric Chambers, the only so- sober person at the, uh, at the function, uh, revealed to everyone that he had like half of a baguette stuck under his coat or whatever. And we just fucking lo- <laughs> minds were melted. That was, like, I'll remember that night forever. That was so fucking fun. That was one of the best times I've ever had. That was great. Now, no, wait. So so there was another story I thought about on that tour. Now, I remember when we got to Montreal, we were all very, like, uh, aware because we didn't want our gear stolen. We had heard too many horror stories. I think it was some of our first times being in Montreal. That was, like, peak Montreal gear theft times, too. Like, the 2000, like, 2014-ish era. And I'm pretty sure, like, the day before Harm's Way played there and had all their shit stolen. Or, like, I remember, like, the, it was news was going around that, like, this is a bad time to be here with a yeah. van full of amps. So, the but on our way there, correct me if I'm wrong. I swear to God, this was a story that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. You guys were on the highway, and did you not? Oh, see yeah. The yeah. Car, like, crashed. Yeah. We saw a guy die. It was <laughs> fucked. Or maybe he didn't die, but, like, he he went off the side of a cliff. Like it was nuts. That's insane. Yeah. And like, I mean, we were, we were pretty debaucherous back in the day. So we were not going to like pull up our van and wait for uh, cops to show up. But I remember, yeah, we were all driving. And uh, even the sober people in the van remember this. So that's how I know it was real. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we saw a dude, uh, we were flying like 140 down the highway and some guy just like veered across three lanes of traffic and up over the embankment and uh, took a dive. 
Wow. And yeah, we just never, we just kept going. Sorry, that guy. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, I'm sure someone helped. I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's, that's man, I forgot about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we saw a guy fly off a cliff into the unknown. That was nuts. Yeah, into the mm-hmm. unknown. <laughs> Now, now, if uh, Leaky Bees, uh, or I think they go, it's either Leaky Bees or Ask a Punk. They either go by either. either I think they had to. I think they had to go to Ask a Punk because uh, cops and stuff were showing up. Oh, so they, yeah. they, yeah, they couldn't have like a an official name or something like that. I don't know, but I think they actually had. Uh, they ended up. I, I I remember asking them when we played there. They ended up having Let Live play one of their shows there. It was like an on and off date of their tour, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Let Live played a basement show there. That's pretty nuts. It's pretty yeah, cool. I can't yeah, believe yeah. That. That's fucked. That's wild. Yeah, that place got shut down or didn't get shut down. I think they got uh, they got they sold it. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah I, I, that was just uh, news I heard recently. Yeah, yeah. So R.I.P. to that zone. Yeah, with the friggin' Taylor Swift back. Yep. Back of course. Up. Yeah, that place there, is great. Oh man, there was a time that it, when when without played there, there was a there was a, an intoxicated person just walking on your stage. Oh yeah, you don't remember that? I mean, we were all pretty intoxicated at the time. <laughs> like that 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 was the debauchery band. So like, <laughs> I don't I don't remember a lot of things that happened uh, in that time frame but yeah no i mean it's it's more than likely that someone was probably trying to get up in our shit we were really obnoxious back then so like people had a lot of reasons to be mad at us or to get in our face or whatever like if it it wasn't it was just uh like a a drunk girl who ended up wandering on stage classic and uh like she was having a good time no one no one was uh like there was not there was she was having a good time she looked like the backup dancer of without and if anyone has heard of without, <laughs> you know, like the converse kind of sound like converts so like it, it was great oh fuck yeah that was very funny that was <laughs> yeah i mean like yeah it's always a fine line like when people are kind of fucked up at a show it's like do you really want to like make it serious and like drag the vibe down and get all confrontational or are you going to let this person have fun but then they might like fuck with your shit or fall yeah. on an amp or, you know what i mean it's like it's hard to there's hard a to fine line yeah yeah and like we, we we are not big enough bands to have security or shit like that god no <laughs> so god no so so we don't do so we have to we do, we are the security we are the security yeah we take care of each other give me some more anecdotes i'm hungry damn uh fuck well man i don't know um cothra went and visited the big nickel in sudbury that's like a wholesome bandicdote we went to the nickel i don't know like i don't have uh what's the big nickel you know the giant nickel in sudbury you never seen the 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 giant coin in the sky in sudbury i think it's in sudbury isn't it no, I, I yeah, first I've heard of this. Yeah, no, that's like a that's like a spot. Like people like a, love that thing. Canadian history. Yeah, man, it's like the ratio of size to amount of things you can buy is like so obscured by <laughs> by it. It's nuts. It's yeah, it's cool. It's huge though. It is the biggest nickel I've ever seen for sure. Oh, that's cool. That yeah. is that, that is wholesome. Yeah. Um. Other crazy things that have happened. Uh, Anything in the studio ever have a band show up and then they're just so wild that you can't even can contain them? You don't have to oh drop man. any names. I've, ha- I've had a couple bands. Um, 
the reliever boys really like to party. They like <laughs> to have a good time. And we have had many good times. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, they like to get fucked up. And, uh, you know, I like to get fucked up. So, yeah, <laughs> we've had a lot of fun together. Um, yeah, I mean, like, making records at the church was always, like, stories. Because there was a bar, like, underneath the studio. Like, yeah, uh, yeah like, the bell tower itself was, like, more an event space than anything. Um, and, uh, the two dudes that ran it, Mark and Noel, they were super cool with us, like always fucking around and stuff. And they would do all kind, like they would do like karaoke nights and we would get fucked up and go to karaoke or they yeah. had like a lot, they had a lot of drag shows. Drag there. shows. So, yeah. yeah. I so. wanted to go to one of the drag shows because I, I'm actually a huge friggin' drag queen nerd. Like oh, I, I watch yeah. all that, the, the, the drag race. So like, a, yeah, no, I, Cartier, I'm your yeah. number one fan. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, no, so, I mean, like, we would we would always, like, go to those kinds of things and just, like, fuck around. I remember one time, uh, what band was I with? I don't know, but they had, like, a barbecue outside one day. They oh, had, like, sick. a fundraiser barbecue, so we all just, like, went and chilled and got hot dogs. Um, <laughs> towards the end of my time there, we discovered that it was, like, somewhat safe to swim in the Niagara River. I mean, like, lots of people die there, so it's not safe, but, like, if you're an adult and responsible and you know whatever yeah uh, so like i loved always taking bands down to the river i remember like uh towards the end of my time there like i did a record for murder which was like finley and john and all yeah. that like that was like their old band and uh yeah we would it was so fucking hot we would go down there every day and just jump in the river like if we had to take 15 or whatever that's what i loved about that spot it was so close to water and i'm i'm a huge like i'm a scorpio and I, I'm all about the water, you know? So for me, that was really nice to, like, be able to uh, do that. I remember, actually, speaking of that, there was no AC in the church. It got so fucking hot and humid. And it was, like, glass walls on three sides, right? Like yeah. Stained glass and whatever. So I remember I did a record with this band, Deadly Game, who also put out a new song. Oh, yes, they did. I featured, I featured them. Uh, uh, oh, fucking right. Yeah. My God, what a what a ripping band! Like, sick band, so fucking sick. Um, but yeah, I remember like their guitar player Shep like passed out from heat. Ex- no, he uh, he he made it through, but at the end of the day, he like got home and he was terribly sick. He like almost died from like heat exhaustion Jesus. at the studio. Yeah, I felt really bad about that one, but uh, we made it. Um, and then of course before that, I made records for five years at the school. Uh, like I had a studio in in a public school in niagara on the lake which you know but i'm just saying it like that for the yeah. people yeah the people at home the folks at home um explain to that is explain what that is for the folks at home you watch the norm podcast no i don't i i'm, I'm familiar with him though. oh man i fucking love norm and yeah he's got he's had a bit going on for like years now where he explains to the folks at home what <laughs> Things are. Things it's are. my favorite podcast, man. I love Norm Macdonald. That guy is. That guy's great. <laughs> yeah. So you, you recorded out of a, a school. Uh, it was like an abandoned uh, elementary school. Yeah, but that place was where all the stories I can't talk about happened. But suffice to say, lots of mental things happened there, and it was crazy <laughs> and kooky and uh, dangerous and <laughs> thrilling. I once saw a rat eating a bird what? at the at the public school. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that place. That place. It was. It was. Do- it was rat eat bird 
out there. It was it's vicious. Bird. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that, that, that's, <laughs> that was the food chain out there. I, mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you, but there's no AC at the schoolhouse either. I know. I know. I'm thinking about putting a, putting a one split in <laughs> yeah, my room. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, I don't, I'm over that shit. There's no Wi-Fi either. My God. I know. You that can, one, that one killed me. You I was can, like, how do you get, how do you get around here? How do you like do remote sessions? And he was like, oh, I tether my phone. And I was like, Nick. Come on, you're, you're better than that. You're be- yeah, you're better than that. Who hurt you, baby? <laughs> Let's get some Wi-Fi up in Come here. Come on. Nick, I know you're listening. So, I'm publicly calling you out. <laughs> I want to. I want to see some goddamn Wi-Fi. We right. want some good bandwidth. <laughs> I don't care where if we're in rural D- uh, Dundas. We That's want right. the best we can get out there. We want sixty up, sixty down, fast as fuck. Let's go. I want to be able to watch porn when I'm out there. Yeah, I want to be able without to without using data. Porn and a lossless mix at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and maybe some Netflix. And some Netflix. Why not? <laughs> if there's room for a TV, we got to build, I want to put like a, a little couch in there. You know, I want to like put some, get some accoutrement going. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You got some yeah. ideas going for it. I got some ideas going. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be such a good time. We're probably going to see a lot of each other more now. <sighs> oh, definitely. Yeah. That, <laughs> that place always has people at it. It's nuts. It's a and- bustling, it's a hive. Can we can we talk about uh, uh, the project that we're both going to be working on soon together? Corey's record? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Okay. So have you have you heard the demos and shit? Like, has he been sending you the music to that? Oh yeah. Oh man, preservation. That tune fucking bangs. There's a couple just there's a couple ass beaters in there. I'm stoked for that one. I really want to make it like uh, like. You listen to Behemoth at all? Oh fuck yeah! Like the Satanist, like yeah, I just want record. I just want this to be like extreme symphonic elements, like yeah. just nasty. I'm thinking about uh, if we may go back to computer drums for a moment. I'm highly thinking about computer drums for this one. Like I want it to be like over the toply, yeah, fucked, you know. Makes sense. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm super stoked to be doing that. The last Druid thing was sick. Like, uh, you know, the one that you and him did. Yeah, the EP that we did. Yeah, yeah. That one was Flames. Um, but yeah, this new stuff is going to be nuts. Corey's been working his ass off, and we've been, like, sending demos back and forth and comparing our notes and shit like that. And yeah, it's uh, – I'm fucking hyped for that. That, that one's, one's going to be, be good. Sick. Yeah. You guys are not ready. Yeah, you guys aren't ready. What's your go-to gas station snack? My go-to gas station snack. Ooh, um, man, everyone on this, everyone listening is going to think that I've like never thought about anything in my life. Um, <laughs> oh man, my go-to gas station snack. Okay, here's the thing. Sometimes you go to those gas stations that are like really sus, but they just somehow have like hot pizza in like the little yeah rotisserie thing. And, like, I love dirty gas station pizza. Okay. I will go in on that. Otherwise, I'm a, I'm a pretty basic bitch. I like Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah. Or, like, uh, the green bag of Doritos, the, like, spicy ones or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's pretty good. That Monster Oat Milk, that is the beverage for success. Monster Oat Milk. 
Oh my god, it's so fucking good. I haven't heard it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna listen to all these bands and try all these things. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be listening to all these bands and drinking uh, monster oat milk. Yep, yep, monster oat milk and an Evian. And that's that'll keep Ooh. you going for a whole day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best gig you've ever played and where was it? Oh man. Um best gig I ever played. Fuck, there's been a couple very dope ones. Uh, Hearts played a show. At, uh, I, this was like the most like rock star moment yeah. I've ever had. We played a we played a show in London, um, like London, England. Hearts got to do a UK tour. That's so cool. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, that was like the last thing I did with them. So it was a very like I'm gonna have fun time for me mm-hmm. um i mean I, i'm pretty sure everybody was feeling that way but uh yeah we played a show in london and it was like it ended up selling out and like it was just the most insane time people freaking out and like rocking out and like that was a ton of fun pretty much every show on that tour i think was like the best show i've ever played that was all of those were wild as fuck and just like a really fun time um that and then, like, Cawthor's played a couple of cool shows that I've had a lot of fun with. Um, that's more because uh, I just love hanging with my boys. Yeah. And, like, we have a good fucking time. So, yeah, that kind of stuff has always been really good. Um, anytime I go to a show and I see a band that, like, really blows me away out of nowhere, like a band that I've never listened to before. And then, like, I remember Without played a show with that Thick Piss band. Yeah. And, like, I had never listened to them. <clears throat> And we just went and I just saw them fucking rip. And I was like, oh my God, this is fucking insane. Um, And then maybe uh, the last one I would like to add on there is the one time that Ahoff played a show um, was really fun for me because I've never been a front man before and I got to be a front man for one gig. So that was a ton of fun. Yeah. I, adding to your to your uh, to your comment there, one one of the best kind of shows is yeah, showing up to a gig not knowing somebody, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then and then checking them out. Sinner played a show with this band. They're so elusive. I've never been able to find any music from them again. I found it a long time ago when they were playing. They were a band called Skullgoblet. You'll never forget a name like that. And they were just <laughs> straight up like a death metal band. And they were like, oh, fuck. They were so sick, man. Yeah. From like Mississauga, they played like a, uh, they played like a door show with us. And fuck, they were so sick. And you know nice. how door shows can be. Like there's not the it's like if it's on a uh, off day there's not going to be a ton of people in the room and like you're yeah. just like this band is fucking sick like this yeah is oh yeah yeah at that point you're just trying to have as much fun as you can you know it's like damn you got to show the sick band how sick they are rock out yeah that's you know, just give like- them the hardcore warrior <laughs> do the headbang <laughs> go up front friggin yeah friggin headbang yeah why not you know um, sorry, my door is creaking. I think creaking is the least. Is the least popping in? Yeah, hold on. We're gonna go say hi real quick. Let's go say hi to Elise. Let's do it. Hold on, real quick. What's happening? Say hi. Hi, hi, Elise. You're on the show. <laughs> I can't hear him. Oh yes, I got headphones on. What? <laughs> hi. Hi, Elise. You're on the show. Hi. Thank you. It's an honor. <laughs> Very nice. There's the dog. There's mom. Oh, mama. 
wagging that tail. Oh, what a cute dog. Lovely. <laughs> Bye. You. Have fun. We will. <laughs> awesome. It's so good to see her. Yeah. Yeah, we've just been chilling up here in Guelph. You got to come up and visit sometime. I was in Guelph last night. Oh, my God, Phil. I, you should have said hey. I should have said hey. Uh, so I'll be honest. Uh, I just started. I got my license about two years ago. So driving like on the highways and kind of a new thing for me and especially smoking weed and like balancing that <laughs> and not having to like, so like when I, I'm, I'm being responsible, I'm, I'm, I'm not smoking a t- like weed and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, and I'm driving on the highway. So I drew, I drove out to, to Guelph and I, 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 I did a track with, uh, I did, actually, I'll probably end up playing it on the Banecdotes show uh, later in an episode. Nice. But uh, I, I, did a, I did a track with uh, Matt Breezy's brother. It was actually, it was a rap track. We did. Oh, me, shit. Yeah, me doing some rapping. So uh, I, I, I came up there. <laughs> Guelph is the farthest I ever driven. And so like, I, I made sure that I didn't smoke any weed. I've, I've kind of smoked some weed before. And like play, but like, yeah, this time I didn't do anything. And I was oh, yeah. like, and like, I wanted to get home at a certain time. I had been up since five in the morning. So like, I was like, I got to get home and I got to make sure I'm not tired when I drive the vehicle. Like, yeah, so it's all very yeah. new to me. So, oh yeah, man. I used to Should've smoke pot me. and roll around all the time, you know? <laughs> and then, yeah, I just got a car like a couple months ago. Like I haven't had a car in five years or whatever. And I remember like, I was like, okay, cool. Like I used to smoke pot and drive all the time, like whatever. And uh, I waited until I was like suitably sober, you know? And then even then I was just like, this is fucking terrible. Like this is terrible. I literally, I tried for like a minute and I just turned around and went back to the parking lot. I was like, I'm (laughs) going to take a nap until I'm like, I'm going to shake this off. Good to go. Yeah. Cause I mean like, fuck man, we're adults. You got to, yeah pretend you're responsible or whatever i like dude i stopped smoking pot for a while really yeah yeah like uh in october i was just having bad times yeah like yeah so i just put it down and i like didn't smoke pot until maybe like january or february or something like that and now i'm kind of on it again but just like you know once or twice a week kind of thing like just taking it slow and it's like uh been a very good thing for me to mm-hmm. not be getting high 24 7 like it it feels good yeah that's great that's good to hear yeah my uh Haley, my wife uh she's had a very similar thing at the beginning of the pandemic where uh you know so there was one it just wasn't sitting with her i mean she's like very much like yourself had always been smoking pot but like after a while something just wasn't sitting right with her and then yeah she's very she stopped for a long time and now she's a little back on it but she's not as much as it was before and yeah she said yeah she feels much better about not having to do it all the time yeah totally and it makes getting like you when now when i smoke pot i can do like two hits on a joint and just get fucking rocked you know and like it makes it more fun again now because you're like oh damn i'm like 16 i'm like <laughs> i got the munchies yeah like, <laughs> you know like yeah, it's cool. It's different, but it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Now, 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 this is a good question. Now, what's your rock star dream writer? If you had the level of Metallica, what are you walking into on the green room? What food? What kind of thing is set up? What's set up? Do they, do they have a game system in there? Oh man. Okay. Cool. Uh, if I if I ha- see. On my rider, the first thing would be like, you got to be nice to everybody. Like, oh, hell yeah. To the venue, I would, because the amount of times I've gone to a venue and seen someone just like 
stressing their ass off trying to like make sure things are cool and like all it's like no fuck that like number one thing on the rider is like everybody gets paid double and like has to have a nice time because i fucking hate i cannot relax when other people are stressing you know what i mean it's like it doesn't work that way so that'd be the first thing yeah make, make sure everybody's fucking chill and then on top of that i would probably request like things that i could just like smash to like let out some rage i'd be like everybody everybody bring me like one thing (laughs) and then i just want a huge and a and a sledgehammer and let me like get out some fucking jitters before the show just breaks up because i always end up doing that i always end up like running around and like jumping off stuff and like acting like it's my first time ever being on stage whenever i play a show so it's like i would just want something that would help me alleviate that and uh and a globally local big mac nice yeah that would be that would be my food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's a good answer. Now, have, <laughs> have you had any uh, gear share nightmares in the past? Have I? Oh my fucking god! See, <laughs> and surprisingly, the worst for me is is not when I bring my things and other people fuck my shit up. I don't give a fuck about that because, like, I rent a lot of my stuff and like I can replace drum heads, like whatever. That's fine. The worst is when someone, it, like, you know that meme where it's like, yeah, feel free to use the house kit. Like, the yeah. house kit. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? That is always the worst. I remember playing some shows where, like, the guy's like, oh, man, like, I've got, like, a fucking, like, DW collector series. Like, you're good to go. Just bring your cymbals. And I show up, and it's, like, an 18-inch kick and, like, a wee little 8-inch tom and a wee little, like, 14-inch floor tom. And I'm just like, dog, like, this is not sick like <laughs> like you gotta you know you, you can't do that to me throw me a bone yeah please throw me a bone that's always the worst uh obviously you know i'm sure you've had people in your bands where like someone plugs into a cab at the wrong impedance and just fucks something up or like yeah i'm sure breezy's done that oh my god the <laughs> amount of the amount of times like that's that's always the worst especially when you're playing with like like we used to roll around with like a lot of old trainer cabs and shit like that. And they don't have, yeah, they don't have any like impedance labels on them or anything. Mm -mm. And, and like a lot of times, you know, we would like swap speakers for whatever. So it would be like, you know, stock, this is like an eight ohm cab, but we've got it set to like 16 so we can run two of them at eight or whatever. And uh, yeah, people would just plug in willy nilly and just explode shit. Like that's always the worst. The worst. Okay. Hold on. Gear. Just while we're talking about like people using gear, that's not theirs and whatever. This is a PSA for all the people that are going to make a record. If the producer says they have something that you can use, make sure it's sick first, but then fucking use it. I fucking (laughs) hate, I hate when the drummer is like, this is my kit and we're using it. And he brings in some PDP ass, like whatever, (laughs) or some like a Ludwig accent. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I just, like, I just got this, like, it's sick. It's got black hardware, so, you know, it's dope. And I'm just like, (laughs) dog, like, you are fucking up right now. Like, that is the worst. That is the worst. If the studio you're going to has sick gear, use the sick gear. Don't make me use your Line 6 Spider. Don't make me use your fucking (laughs) Squire Strat for a death metal record. Don't make me use your fucking Ludwig Accent drums and your Sabian B8s. That's, That's garbage. Our entire job, literally the reason you're giving me a million dollars is so that I will make you sound sick. I know what sounds sick. Use the things that I am giving to you to sound sick. And then go home and play your fucking 
murdered out Ludwig accent kit or your fucking, you know, made in Indonesia Ibanez or whatever. Like, it's fine. Do that on your own time. There's a reason this is my job. I know what sounds good. Listen to your fucking producer. That is my number one gear share. Yeah. Uh, Let me share my gear with you. That's like the thrust of this. Yeah. That's a good PSA. Mm Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. Well, you know what? I think that wraps up this episode of Banecdotes. Thank you. Oh, you're going to leave me on sounding like an asshole like that? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Final thing. Complain a bunch, and then we're going to cut it. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, uh, I was just going to say, let the listeners know where they can find all your band social medias at and your producer uh, social media. Friggin' rights, yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, what's up? And I was going to say, if there's anything else you want to plug or give a shout-out to, now's the time. Uh, quick, pl- yeah, one more. Go buy Ed's plugins. They're sick. Nice. Everybody practice, practice twice as much as you think you need to. You're not good at your shit. You're not going to be good for years. Practice more, practice more. Practice to a click. Practice to music on the radio. Just fucking practice more. And film yourself while you practice so that you know whether or not you're doing a good job. Record yourself if you can while you're practicing and listen back and, oh, there's like finger noise or like this isn't coming through or whatever. Practice as much as you fucking can. That's my main thing. We're on a podcast about bands. The one thing nobody ever talks about is practicing. Practice, 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 practice. Practice more than you think you need to every day and you will be very good at your shit. My Instagram is underscore Davis Maxwell. My producer one is producer.credit. Uh, Cothra Band, Last Wretch Band, I think, uh, something like that. Uh, Last Dot Wretch, there you go. Um, follow me. Um, follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Add me on Facebook. I got a website now. You'll find it on one of those things. Um, that's it. Hell yeah. I'm going to listen to all these bands. I'm going to listen to Civic TV, 9 Million. I'm going to listen to Psychic Void. And I'm going to drink some Monster Oat Milk. (laughs) And at the end of this, we're going to end the show with the song called Confidence is Key by Kothra. Thank you so much, Davis. Uh, Thanks, Phil. Have a good night, man.
That was my conversation with Davis. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Banecdotes. The song I played in between there was by Kothra called Belief is Reality. Yeah, I had a really good time. Thank you for checking us out. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, you want to be a guest, shoot me an email, banecdotes at gmail.com. That's B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. Yeah, if you have a new single coming up in the next month or so, shoot me an email. We'll feature it on the new music of the month, featuring all sorts of cool new music coming out of Ontario. Yeah, so glad you checked us out. Right on, folks. Take it easy.